Hello, everybody. It's time for another Jimmy and Redders NRL podcast. Without any further ado, the great man James Newburn is here. Hello, Jimmy. Mr. Redden, how are you, mate? Jimmy, a tough day at the office on Saturday. You better give us all the skinny on what happened out at Lakeside at Roman Terrace, first of all. So this is Dora Creek and Lakes United. Yeah, we sort of, well, I guess we shot ourselves in the foot a little bit. Where is it, Dora? Um, Golden first, I think it's the first ever Golden Point game I've ever played, actually. We, um, we trailed, well, they scored first, so we were never in front at any point, but um, managed to jag a, we got a penalty goal a few minutes to go to, to send it to to Golden Point. Um, they actually had a shot for goal, 20 or 25 out in front to, to win the game right on the full-time siren, actually penalty goal and, and missed to push yep. it in extra time. And yeah, a few little things didn't quite, didn't quite play the, the, the extra time that well. We, um, yeah, first, I think their, their first set in the second period of extra time, they, uh, Managed to chip a field goal over, so yeah, all over, unfortunately. Um, Dora, I think a Wobbicle, uh, Raymond Terrace beat a Wobbicle, I think, in the other game, so the, the Wobbicle play, play Dora this week. Yeah, not, not the most ideal way to, to finish footy for the year, and well, for me, for, for a long, lot longer than a year. Um, yeah, not ideal, but uh, what can you do, I guess? Um, good luck not to much. the other three sides that are left, I guess, and, and yeah. Do you favour Raymond Terrace? Oh, they're, they're clearly the best side in the comp, absolutely. Um, and Wobbicle pushed them along. I think it was 16 all for, for about an hour, oh, up until about the hour point on the weekend. They played on the other field at the same time. Uh, I think a Wobbicle, uh, Terra scored a couple of tries late to win. I think they're, they're just a little bit fitter. They're, they're a big, big, strong forward pack, the Terrace, and just a little bit fitter than the Wobbicle guys. But but the, there's some skill in that a Wobbicle side. So I think a Wobbicle beat Dora this week. And, and yeah, it'll be an interesting grand final. A Wobbicle throw the ball around their offloads. The second phase play is pretty good. But, but yeah, Terrace, clearly the um, clearly the best side. Um, the other part, we had the girls go. The girls were undefeated. They went straight through on the weekend as well. So they got the week off. They're, they'll play up at, up at Raymond Terrace next weekend. So fingers crossed they can um, at least bring that home. And then the 19s guys are still alive as well. They had a loss on the weekend, but they get the second chance this week. Oh, it's great news. Commiserations. Listen, um, just before we go to talking NRL, you've had a fascinating football career across your life as a young man and in Lace United Colours, switching to another coach. Did you enjoy coming back to playing rugby league as you have in the in the last little bit? Um, has it was it the right decision? And did you actually enjoy the playing rugby league and Jimmy? That was awesome. Yeah, I sort of left for one year, about almost twenty years ago. I sort of stayed for. For that long, and yeah, it was good. It was, it was awesome to, to yeah, hug out and, and Potsy and, and the Lakes guys give me a chance to come back. I was only going to be for a few games last year, and then COVID hit and played a few more games. And, and when COVID pulled the pin on the comp, I was that was all it was going to be. But then I thought, well, the way that finished, we'll, we'll have one more go. And it got harder and harder as the body gets older and older and beaten up. So was, my knee's still bruised from two weeks ago, and it's it's, it's I've definitely had enough of it. Um, as, as bad, but it has been awesome fun. Yeah, it was a great decision. The, the AFL guys down at Kalani were understanding of, of what I wanted to do. It's the only chance I had to do it. <laughs> Leave it any more years, and it's definitely not going to happen. So I'll still get back on board and help them through their finals now with the next couple of weeks. They've, they've finished on top of Kalani Vale, so hopefully they can they can bring it home in the next couple of weeks. But but yeah, it was awesome. Had had a great time, and the body will be thanking me now that I don't have to worry about doing it anymore. And is there one highlight from your own personal playing career that science stands out from it from many others? Is there one is there one moment, one game you can think of that just says, yeah, that that that's the moment of my the pinnacle of my playing career? Although I did score a try for the last ever time I touched the footy on the weekend, actually, right? As I got off the um the, the dreaded oh. nude run. <laughs> oh no, nude run. I didn't know oh, yeah. that. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I managed to come off the ground after that, and it actually didn't go back on. So the last touch of the footy was actually putting it down. So I'll take that. But, but I, didn't, I guess you go back all the way to the 19th, the 19th grand final that we won 
from 20 odd years ago, 21 years ago. That was, um, yeah, that was pretty good. A bunch of probably an under eight or 18, it was pretty much an 18 side and a 19 scoff and won that pretty easy. So that's pretty, yeah, that was probably, probably a highlight. Hopefully the, um, yeah, the 19s this year can, can come along and, and, and do that as well at McDonald Jones in two weeks. So, but yeah, it was um, a yeah, good way to finish with a try. And, and I think, I don't even know, possibly scored a couple of tries. He was a bit upset that I actually did score in the end. <laughs> Hey, listen, congratulations on a fab fabulous rugby league career. I know you've played both codes, but seriously, uh, you've alphaed a lot to the game over many years and congratulations. Um, I, I love talking this, those stories with you and I know how much it's in your blood. So congratulations on a superb career. You, you've got every bit uh, out of yourself and from all of us and from me, mate. Very well done. Congratulations. Thanks, Reddit. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun and yeah, certainly miss playing regularly. I'll see how we can trot on and off the field once or twice for, for the AFL guys in reserve grade if they desperately, desperately need a 40-year-old. But yeah, that, yeah, for far as regular footy guys, I'll be happy to, to sit back and either do a bit of coaching or, or just enjoy a beer and watch the boys. Very good. On to the NRL. Some average games, a couple of cracking games last week. We won't spend too long on these before we go to the last round. However, game one last week, put a major red line through Brisbane. Brisbane 6, Parramatta, if you don't mind, 53. And we'll get the ladder out in a minute and show you how important that loss was. The Panthers, as predicted, belted the Warriors 46-12. And I want to talk to you, Jimmy, about what Ivan Cleary's done this week. The best game of the round was a superb game of football at Amy Park. Somehow the Roosters stopped the rampant Kenny Bromwich at the end. I don't know how. The Roosters 18, the Storm 14 at Amy Park in front of a big crowd, of course. No AFL last week in Melbourne. We won't talk too much about the Raiders and the Seagulls other than the fact that the Raiders turned a point differential round against the Broncos. They didn't Four get 50. They didn't Sorry? get 50. No, no one gets 50 against Manly Raiders. That's what the, the goal was. Cronulla played pretty ordinary football and still beat the Bulldogs 16-0. The happiest thing that they'll get out of that is they kept the team scoreless, which is great going into the finals. The Rabbits beat the Cowboys in another very good game of football, 20-10 at Stadium Australia. The West Tigers found another way to lose, losing to the Dragons with a very, very late penalty goal. It was a pretty good kick, actually, 24-22. And then, as predicted by James Newburn and Dee Redden last week, the Titans and the Knights played pretty much glorified touch football, despite Brian Kelly trying to uh, put one bike's uh, head in, into the Rabina turf, upside down. Gold Coast 36, Newcastle 26. Jimmy, what is going on? Is is Patrick Carrigan the catalyst for what's happened at Brisbane being suspended, or have they just lost the plot? A little bit of both. I actually just also add that I've got a perfect round on the weekend. Right? I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if I picked Melbourne or Roosters on the podcast, but a proper footy tips. I actually got nine from nine, so... Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure. I, don't, I, I thought I you tipped, it would be close, but you tipped you tip the card. That's fantastic. Yeah, eight last week and nine. This week, unfortunately, I've got too many threes and fours early in the year to actually impact any tipping comps on in, but a yeah, good way to finish. Uh, but yeah, Patrick Carrigan, absolutely. He's, as soon as he got suspended, he's he's one of the best players in the comp and yep. was probably arguably the best player at, at Origin. Um, in the middle of the year, he won the medal, but he was, yeah, he was, if he wasn't the best, he was in the top couple. Um, yeah, as soon as he's gone, Brisbane have just been horrible. Poor old Kevy Wilders was, was floating along. They're in the top four at round 19, and, and round 24, they're in ninth. So, and with Buckley's chance of making it, I think Canberra will win win this week to, to secure their spot. Um, I think Brisbane might actually jump up close to them on the live ladder um, if they win the early game. I think Canberra the last game of the round, but yeah, but it's just, just the last two Brisbane. And to do it at home, like they've conceded 
113 points at home. <laughs> Some of those old boys at, at Suncorp Stadium might not have conceded 113 points in a season in the early 90s. So to do that in back-to-back rounds is just horrendous. So, yeah, not good for the Broncos and, and all their supporters and, and full of hope and not a good way to finish to go into next year either. So you bring that in next no. year. Is they want to get some form back this week at least to salvage something if they don't make it and at least give them something to work with in the off season because poor old Kevy Wilder's pulling his young his son. Some of his son, some of his son's defence was horrendous on the weekend. His clothesline, so but he um he keeps his spot and they got rid of Ezra Man, which it's an interesting one this week with their side. They've gotten rid of next year's or their future playmaker and they've put in a guy that's going to Newcastle next year. So. I don't understand the, the thinking behind putting a guy in that, that's leaving and, and getting rid of the, the long-term solution. So it's, it's a weird one. Now, in the AFL, Jimmy, as you know, they have a bye before the finals. Uh, Ivan Cleary has, uh, after the Panthers fell to the Warriors last week, the Penrith are going to romp away with the minor premiership. Your thoughts? Do you agree with um, Penrith dropping 13 plays to freshen them up before the first final, given that there's no bye in the NRL? Yeah, no, I've got no problem. You don't your spot there. Like, they're six points clear at the top of the table this time. They deserve to do what they want. Like, um, yeah, I don't think the only impact it is is New South Wales Cup have got their finals this week and, and Penrith finished first or second in that. So it's actually the poor old New South Wales Cup coaches now those 13 players to in a first final and qualifying final. So but as far as, far as Ivan Cleary, good on him. He said it's no different to resting one or two players here, one or two players there. I know it's all in one hit and it's not, not ideal, but if they've earned their spot there and... I think if you ask a lot of the AFL guys, and I'm, I'm the same, I hate the pre-finals buy. I'd rather see if they're going to do a buy, I'd rather do it probably in these COVID times, probably pre-grand final like they did last year. And that way if someone gets uh, gets COVID or gets a head knock or whatever else in a prelim final, they've got they've got the two weeks recovery time and, and it's all good and you can promote the thing like, the, like they do for the Super Bowl in America. They can promote it for two weeks. But I think the AFL and last, they had, they had 90,000 plus or 85,000 plus, I think, in two of the games to win the last round. And then all of a sudden, there's no games at all on the weekend. So it, it just takes the momentum out. And everyone's keen for the finals this week. But um, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the pre finals by myself. If you're going to do it, I said do it after the prelim before the grand final. Uh, look, I'm a Super Bowl, the Super Bowl schedule final fan myself. I agree with you. Um, the NFL, again, has got it right. The AFL hasn't. Now, the NRLs, let's go back to the NRL. They don't, they, they play finals straight through. Um, yeah, I think Ivan Cleary's got to do the best he can to manage his side. He doesn't have to worry about anybody else or the semantics or the look of it. He doesn't have to worry about anything like that. Jimmy, just before we go on to the latter, um, do you think that things were going wrong at Brookvale before the Pride Jumper incident, in all honesty, or has that just created a domino reaction of a, a, a vortex of in, inadequacy? I was probably there, there may have been some I don't think there was much wrong there was probably there might, may have been some underlying little things that were bubbling along that you wouldn't notice but I think that's just been the catalyst for it really like the, the first week they, when they all sat out was when they played their best they should have beat the Roosters that night with, with seven out and well, since they've come back they've been although they were good for what, half the game against Parramatta and then they've just been horrendous so they have had a few other injuries mind you as well Garrick's gone down and Jake Trebojevic has gone down and um, some guys have confirmed their leaving. So they've had a few. It's not just. It's, it's not. It's the major part, but it, a couple of injuries and the lack of depth has probably has probably shown up as well. So it's it's a bit of a combination of everything. But it's mainly been that that jersey thing and the club. They just sort of got back on track with off-field stuff and, and the board and whatnot. And it just they just sort of yeah haven't haven't gone about it the right way. I've got no problem with the jerseys. They want to wear a jersey with a rainbow stripe on it. And, I've got no problem, but I guess it was the consultation and, and things like that. that Things were just thrown on them, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, it's not an ideal situation for 
for the club to be in, especially uh, with Des Hazel's future up in the air. And um, yeah, hopefully, they can, I don't think they'll win. I think the Bulldogs will beat them this week. Hopefully, they can pull something out at least. But, um, but yeah, so I think there's mainly mainly on that. Uh, if there's any minor things, it's just brought them right, right to the surface, and, and and that's where they're at now. That's to find themselves in eleventh. I finished eleventh, and probably finish with back to back or four or five losses in a row, whatever it was. Well, they're they're zero and five. Their last five. It's yeah. it's been an astonishing capitulation for mine. I don't quite understand. Um, I just don't. It's it's very odd. Things aren't quite right when that happens. So we go to the ladder. There's only nine sides in it. Brisbane are ninth, and they play St George at Jub- Cocker Jubilee. Brisbane are ninth by the fact of percentage after last week's huge turnaround. I think it was ninety-four point turnaround. The Raiders are now plus 17 and the Broncos are minus 26. So you can see how important last week was. The Raiders are eighth on 28. So the teams above the Raiders are now safe. The Rabbits and the Roosters are both on 30. The Roosters have got the Rabbits by 51 in percentage. The Eels and the Storm are level on 32. The Melbourne's got a magnificent uh, pour and against and they play each other. So that's going to be huge. The Cowboys... are in third at the moment. Now, they play Penrith, a weakened Penrith, uh, and they could possibly finish second. But somehow, I don't think the Sharks are now 36 and on a five-hour run will lose to the Knights. And the Panthers have got the Cowboys. They don't actually care what happens this week as long as they don't get too many injuries because they've got 13 first-choice players on the sideline and Nathan Cleary suspended. So that's where the ladder is. And let's have a look at the draw for the final round, round 25. Tomorrow night is a massive game. In so many ways, uh, it's like a fourth place playoff to get in for a double chance. It's Parramatta hosting Melbourne at Parramatta Stadium in North Parramatta. On Friday night early at Stadium Australia, it was the Dogs hosting the Eagles. Then the opening of Allianz Stadium, the Sydney Football Stadium, after four long years, what looks like a superb ground. Sydney's now got some very good football facilities, I tell you. Perhaps not in the suburbs, but in the major parts of town they have. The Roosters and the Rabbits at 7.55 on Channel 9 and KO. Then on Thursday afternoon, it's the Warriors and the Titans. So the Titans get an end-of-season trip to Auckland, uh, 3 o'clock Saturday, 5 o'clock New Zealand time. Then a very important game, the Dragons hosting the, host, the, Dragons hosting the, Bris, the Brisbane Broncos at Cogra Jubilee at up past five. Up past seven is the Cowboys up there in Townsville hosting Penrith. Then on Sunday, it's the Knights and the Sharks, and that's at the Newcastle National Sports Centre. The Sharks still have to win, especially if the Cowboys beat the Panthers. And then the pivotal game of the whole round, really, is the West Tigers hosting the Raiders at Leichhardt Oval. Uh, that's at four o'clock on Sunday. Jimmy, tomorrow night's game is an absolute cracker and could be a precursor for some finals. Who you got, Parramatta and Melbourne? Uh, Melbourne Raiders, I think. Uh, well, you yeah, said the winner gets fourth, the loser, well, Parramatta loser, because they'll drop the, probably, or they will drop the sixth, because um, the Roosters or Rabbitohs will jump over them on, on four and against. But um, yeah, I think the Storm, Storm are too strong, I think. Um, <laughs> Parramatta, you just, it's hard to, there's a para fan you'd be pulling your hair out. They, just, they show these awesome, awesome times and then others, they just go to, they capitulate sometimes and just, just are horrendous. So, um, I, I think the Storm, it's around finals time. Bellamy knows what to do with the Storm. They're, they're, they're in unfamiliar territory, I guess, in fourth, it's still the top four, but um, they're normally yep. sort of one or two at that, this time. But um, no, I think I think they'll win the game and I think they'll, um, I think they'll end up fourth and, and and travel to travel to Penrith in week one of the finals. Um, I think it's a good game of footy. As I said, there's a couple of the Thursday Friday game, second Friday game, a brilliant games of footy, and some early finals. But I think yeah, I'll, I'll go with Melbourne in a narrow one just to hold on to, to fourth spot and, um, and and get the trip to Penrith in week one. 
Yes, I think so too. And of course, if Parramatta lose, um, they they could end up into a six six v seven playoff. Yeah, they'll, and they'll the Roosters host or the Rabbitohs, you'd think. Uh, that's right. And a knockout game, which is a huge, huge game at Bankwest. Indeed, and that would mean the Roosters and the Rabbits would host the Raiders probably at the Sydney Football Stadium as well. Now, the early game on Friday night is the Bulldogs and the Eagles. Jimmy's, or sorry, I didn't get my tip. I'm picking Melbourne by eight points. Uh, Canterbury and Manly. Um, Canterbury have been in the back half of the season. They've at least shown some ticker. They've certainly got the attack. This could be a high-scoring game itself. Um, Manly have had not much in the, in the kitchen the last few weeks. I think the Bulldogs might just get them here. Yeah, it's a perfect perfect game for a six o'clock time slot on a Friday when no one's watching. I think. Um, yes, I think Canterbury. I said a few weeks ago. I don't think Manly win another game, and I, I hope they can, but I don't think they will. I think the Dogs will, will, will beat them at a car um, and Burton will. We'll get around each other. Oh, yeah, they can score a couple of tries there. I think mainly just uh, there's just no depth. As I said, Jake Trebovich out of the middle just it shows how much he does do the tackling for those guys. He um, when he hasn't been there, it's just been horrendous up the middle. And Cherry Evans generally needs a, a forward pat that goes forward for him to, to to do what he does, play off the cuff and whatnot. So uh, yeah, I think Canterbury will win as well. Uh, hopefully, only in an arrow. And I'd love to see Manly win, but and Canterbury in a in a close one. Yeah, Canterbury for mine. The Roosters and the Rabbits, the opening of the Sydney football saying, cannot wait for this. Hopefully, it's a sellout. This is a huge game. It's got so many. They, first of all, they had each other's guts. Uh, second of all, um, some interesting things. Damien Cook has been, it won't be playing, despite Albo trying to get him in to change the rules across Australia so that Cook could play after getting the Wuhan flu. Latell Mitchell's been up there at Taree, hopefully not shooting too many things. Uh, he'll be ready to go. The Roosters will miss Lindsay Collins, who's been rubbed out with a hip drop tackle. Victor Radley was belted into Pixie Land last week. He's also not playing. Roosters possibly a bit vulnerable without those two. Um, the Rabbits will miss Damian Cook. It's a hard game to pick. I'm going to pick the Roosters just in what should be a thrilling game. Yeah, it's a, I don't think it's a cracking game. It's a great way to open the stadium. Um, toss a coin. I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Roosters, but... Um... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think at their potential golden point, they, they do play a lot of close games, the Roosters and the Rabbits, and sold out Allianz Stadium, which would be fantastic to see the um, the new facility with 45,000 people in it. Um, for, as, as I mentioned last week, unfortunately for the for the Roosters and South supporters that, that are also Swans fans, it's not at the same time as the, um, the Swans qualifying final out in Melbourne. Yep. But uh, I'll, it's, there's some guys missing from both sides. I said Bradley and, and Collins that are, are losses, but Damian Cook, I think, for South um, is a pretty big loss as well. I think um, I've been picking South every week pretty much the last, last month or so on the back of the trail, but um, I'll go with the Roosters. I think they're the Roosters end up, which I think will get the Roosters to fifth and, and a shot at the Raiders and hopefully South knocking Parramatta out in, in week one the following week. But yeah, we'll go, we'll go the Roosters by a couple. Golden point potentially. Thank you. Warriors and the Titans play at Mount Smart Stadium, 14 v 15. I think everybody's going to be pretty pleased just to get back and have a quiet ale after the end of a long, long season for these two. I'm only picking the Warriors because it's it's in New Zealand. Yeah, well, the, yes, the Titans have got a chance. To, I suppose they're playing for 14th spot. They can potentially move up. Uh, actually, Titans will go up ahead of the Knights if they um, if they win that game. The Titans can get the 13th to win, but um, I'm going to go with the Warriors. I think hopefully they're in New Zealand. Flight doesn't. There's no dramas on the way home with the Titans players if they decide to, to run a muck or whatnot on their on their silly sad day. Um, I'll go to the Warriors because it's over there. Um, they've had so long away from home. They've performed pretty well when they've been at home this year. And 
And yeah, I think they'll finish off with a bang. But um, there could be a few points in that game as well. Well, that game at Cogger Jubilee on Saturday is massive for the Brisbane Broncos Football Club. It's the Dragons hosting the Broncos at one of the old traditional stadiums in Sydney, Cogger Jubilee. I'm sorry, I can't pick the Broncos. Um, St George aren't a bad side at home, and I'm going to tip them here by six. Yeah, two dollars thirty-five is actually not too bad for the Dragons. Look at the sports yep. bet odds for, for St George. Um, surprised the Broncos have conceded 113 points at home in two weeks, and they're, and they're dollar sixty favourites, but. I guess to put the heat on the, they've got one thing to play for. They will go into eighth on the live ladder if they if they do win, and um, until Canberra play the four o'clock game on Sunday. But I, I think Dragons. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go with you, Redders. I think the Dragons at two dollars thirty five is very juicy. I think the Dragons by a few points. And the Cowboys playing against a reserve grade Penrith side, um, bit to play for for the Cowboys. Um, and the, their last home and away game at, at Townsville, their form has been a bit iffy of late, but. I'm going to tip them here because of the the non-selection of all basically Penrith's first starting thirteen. Yeah, kick himself and didn't jump on the early odds. They're a dollar fifteen now. They were a dollar sixty something, I think, and they had four and a half start to, and it's now about seventeen and a half. I think the line. So, um, as soon as they rested their players, yeah, I think the Cowboys have been easy. Um, obviously Penrith, the New South Wales Cup guys, good experience for them. If any of them have to come in through finals, but um, yeah, Cowboys by by probably. A decent amount, 14 or 16, 20 points even. The Knights and the Sharks at the Newcastle International Sports Centre, the last game of the home and away season for the long-suffering Knights fans. You were interested to see what the bloodletting's like in Newcastle next few weeks. I'm sure Dave Bradley and his colleagues in red and blue will be not overly pleased. And I I don't think they're going to finish well. I think the Sharks, the Sharks are dangerous. They're a dangerous football side. They've been playing very convincing football. And I think the Sharks could put the cleanest through them. I really do. Newcastle have nothing to play for. Yeah, but playing, well, they'll be playing for second spot. The Cowboys win the night before and, and the Cowboys will go ahead on the live ladder. So the Sharks will need to win to, to get to not have to go to Townsville in week one. So I think Erling will win the Knights. It's Old Boys Day, I guess, if it's a positive for the Knights. They generally perform okay on Old Boys Day. But um, yeah, hopefully a nice sunny day. I'm going to head in there actually on Sunday and, and have a bit of a look with, with Dad and Dad and my brother-in-law. So um, hopefully a decent game of footy, but Brother-in-law's a Sharks fan, so I suppose we'll have to, um, we'll have to go for them, I think. I think they'll, and I think they'll win pretty comfortably. And the final game of the home and away season is, for the Raiders, the most important game of the season. The Raiders, who have been playing very committed football of late, um, get, head to Leichhardt Oval in Sydney to play the West Tigers. Hopefully there's no one falling out of uh, over damaged fences this time at Leichhardt Oval. It's the Tigers and the Raiders at four o'clock. And honestly, I think the, the Raiders could do anything here. They could win by 15 or 16 or 20 points because the Tigers are, honestly, they are poor. That's interesting. What 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 the, what do you think the fine would be if, if the referee costs the Raiders with a penalty that gives the Tigers the win that costs them a spot in the eight? What do you reckon the fine would be for Ricky Stewart when he when he blows up at the press conference, Raiders? Oh, given his history, 75 to 100. Because it'd be interesting because it, it, it'd just be the way to top off Ricky Stewart's season. I think if, if Brisbane win the night before and, and the referee direct the direct impact is is a um, a penalty that, that costs them a spot because it won't just cost them a game, it'll directly impact the finals. So you're you're not a very nice man, Jimmy Newbury. You are a stirrer of the highest order. But that, that um would be fantastic viewing though. They they'd they'd have record numbers watching that. Everyone would be tuning in, I think, waiting for Ricky Stewart to um to come out and see what he's got to say. I don't think he would come out. I think they'd send the assistant coaches. Oh, oh, look, um, <laughs> the, and I think the greatest irony would be if the West Tigers won after an appeal and a, and a coach's challenge after the siren. 
and they yeah. beat the Raiders on something. Yeah, look, it won't happen. Uh, the Tigers just have lost interest. They've got a, they've got a new era coming. Last game of Brett Kamali's um, NRL coaching uh, career for the moment. And uh, the Raiders will win and get themselves in. And I think the Raiders will end up playing the Roosters in Sydney in the first week of the finals, James. Yeah, I think they'll win easy. Um, the Raiders will just say it would be an interesting scenario. But yeah, I think they'll, they'll win that by, by a decent margin. And they'll only need to win by one to, to make it. Um, but yeah, I think they'll win by a decent margin. And and the Tigers will, will, will toddle off with their wooden spoon and the fact their first ever wooden spoon since the merger. So um, Go with their premiership from from 16, 17 years ago. So um, yeah, Canberra to finish eighth, and as you said, results go the way they'll either play um, play the Roosters, South Sydney, or uh, Parramatta. So in um, in week one, uh, all just, week one. just before I go, I can't believe that Cronulla uh, are, are hoping to play their first final at Endeavour Field. It's under Paul construction. Kevin. I cannot believe they are going to get a home final. That's just ridiculous. It was twelve thousand, I think, it's the capacity. And I, I, I assume they'll play at Allianz, won't they? they, they oh, they'd have to. They can't got, play there. They cannot play at home. It needs to be at least twenty thousand, I think. Well, yeah, I know they played. They played a week one final at Brookvale a few years ago. That was about seventeen or eighteen thousand, eleven thousand, and eleven thousand people. I guess the Cowboys, being the team that they play, might help their cause because it's not a it's not a Sydney crowd, um, not a, not another Sydney team. Sorry, but yeah, it'll be at Allianz, I think. 90% sure about Allianz. Um, they want to use the new stadium as well as much as possible. Yeah, I, I can't imagine it not being. Now, I the gra- old school and have all the finals at Allianz. Do it, do it. Well, right? we, we could go old school. That, that's what I do. But Sydney people don't think like the AFL, unfortunately. They, they're much more tribal in the way they think. Uh, Jimmy, how's the great Byron today? Is he, is he sunning himself today? Yeah, nice sunny. He's laying at the back door. Nice sunny, uh, nice sunny day. I think there's a bit of weather around later in the week, so you'll have to get used to that. And, and he's going to be outside while I'm, on, while I'm at work um, later in the week. So we'll see. I um, hope he's got some shelter under the house anyway, but he's enjoying the sun at the moment. Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, commiserations for last week. Enjoy your uh, round 25 football. We'll catch up with you next week, my friend. Thanks, Raiders. We'll talk to you next week. Right, everyone. Take care. Look after yourself. Enjoy your footy this weekend. Those of you heading out to Newcastle International Sports Centre, if there's a, a loud, obnoxious bloke giving the uh, Newcastle Knights plenty, you'll, uh, you'll know who it is. It'll be the great man himself. On behalf of Jimmy and Redders, it's bye for now.